This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by AgentYouTube.com. Would you like more leads that find you instead of you finding them? Let the YouTube agents show you how. The YouTube agents started making videos with no sphere of influence. This year, they're on pace to close more than 100 sales all from leads generated on YouTube. They put a step-by-step -step video program to show you exactly what to do and what not to do to become a YouTube real estate superstar. Visit agentyoutube.com to learn more and sign up today. That's agentyoutube.com. And now, onto the show. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today we have our regular episode, which is called Coaching Moment with Ryan D'April. Now, if you're not familiar with Ryan, uh, Ryan is a progressive thought leader uh, here in the Chicagoland area. He's focused on providing for his agents and staff. He's actually in Indiana, Illinois, and also Wisconsin. Um, his strengths are his motivational skills, his coaching style, and his dedication to training. He has 14 offices throughout Chicagoland, also uh, Wisconsin, uh, Indiana, and I forgot Michigan, uh, and has hundreds and hundreds of brokers. Um, D'April Properties is a coaching company with eight strategic coaches who work week in and week out with every single agent at their firm individually focused on business business planning, uh, coaching, and accountability. If you'd like to take your career to the next level, or if you're just maybe not getting the attention you deserve, check out D'April Properties. Visit them online, d'aprilproperties.com. Uh, Ryan, welcome once again. Thanks, DJ. Great to see you. I'm very dressed down today. Uh, our, our listeners won't see it, but this is about as dressed down as you'll ever see me. Um, nice. So I apologize. It must be cool in your office because it's hot outside. It is. I, I keep I'm, it. At, I keep it at 68 in here. And, uh, wow. So I keep it cool. Yeah. Then you get out and you just get you know, hit with the heat. I, I'm I'm wearing a hoodie. So Ryan's probably wondering why I'm wearing a hoodie in this weather. Uh, it's only because a t-shirt wouldn't have looked as professional. So I'm just slightly above t-shirt into a hoodie. I'm casual as well. I'm in a golf shirt. So that's how I, how that's I like a huge roll. step above where I'm at right now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks. Thanks for once again, being on our show. Um, yeah. How, how, tell us what's going on. What, what are your thoughts? What do you want to talk about? So um, what I figured we'd talk about with our agents today is um, kind of just bringing structure back into our life. And um, we are in a very um, abstract type world sales, yes. right? Being whatever sales you are in, it's a very unstructured business and you have to know um, you got to know what's important. You know, have to know the importance of structure. And I think the theme that I wanted to go over in today's session is structure and know your business. And there's several different areas of your business that you should know about. But I figured that's what I would cover. And I would also just, you know, go back to some best practices as we all start to begin to feel overwhelmed um, running our own business. There's so much to do. And a lot of us are just busy being busy. And that's where the unproductive work comes into play. And we got to get, you know, dial it back and figure out what's the one, two or three things that I could be doing. that's going to be moving the needle in my business. Structure will help you bring that back. And also knowing your business 
will help you kind of bring you back to that. So um, I was uh, in my office today and um, I'm out in our, uh, our office in Oak Brook, which is our, our mortgage and uh, title company office here. And I have a big whiteboard across from me. And I came in there early, started working and I felt overwhelmed. And uh, right, you, have, you get those feelings on a daily basis. Every day. Do. <laughs> and so what I wrote on the top is just, I, I had to talk myself off the ledge. And so what I wrote at the top is time management dummy. I mean, it's literally what's up there. <laughs> and right. it, it was just me talking to myself. Sure. And then I went back to the 9091 and moved the needle and all these things that we've talked about in the past that we've read from great authors, great trainers and everything. And how do you get yourself focused? So it, it comes down to knowing your business and there's various things. What's your business? What are your statistics? What are your lead sources? You need to know that, you know, what's your value proposition? Know your clients. Why? Know your why. Um, so I, I was going to figure we cover all of that and figure out how do we get some good time management techniques uh, into our day to day as well. Great. That, that sounds awesome. I, you know, I think structure is such an important uh, topic for us to, to talk about time and time again, uh, because it's, look, if, if realtors out there who are listening to the show, if they're anything like me, I'm not a practicing realtor, but I'm, I bet I'm wired very similarly to, to uh, the average realtor's uh, strengths and weaknesses. I'm probably very similar. I struggle with, with structure, and, but I'm clear that uh, it's really the, the path to freedom, oddly enough. Uh, yeah. Structure equals freedom, but it's something that, that we, we probably couldn't talk about it enough. No. And, 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 and also, so in our business, again, it's so abstract. It's so um, entrepreneurial and kind of choose your own adventure kind of day. So you really need to have uh, a CRM, uh, a dashboard, what we have that's going to structure. And then, you know, you also have to get out of your mind that the CRM is going to do it for you. Right. Uh, the CRM, the dashboard, we call it the dashboard and we call it an entrepreneur Entrepreneur operating system is that what is what we have is what we built internally here, and it, and and you got to understand that it's only as good as the driver, which is you, the individual, and it's going to give you the lines to stay between to focus you to help you grow your business, um, but it's not going to do it for you, and that's my biggest qualm with a lot of CRMs, and it's actually not the CRMs, it's the individuals that are using them. It's like you got to understand this thing's not going to do it for you. It's not to right. set it and forget it. It's, it's a tool, right. To teach you how to be an entrepreneur. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm very transparent with my clients as a real estate agent. And I'm very transparent with my agents and my loan officers that I coach and, and other sales individuals that I coach um, that I don't sell anything. I, I don't sell homes. And there is a fine line. There's, there's people that believe I sell homes and, and there's others who believe I, this is my belief system, I facilitate the transaction. I facilitate the sale or the purchase of your home. And it's very valuable to you, the consumer, but I know, I know my value and I'm able to articulate it to you. And quite honestly, you as a consumer will value that when I'm able to articulate in the right way. And then when we have conversations about where your home needs to be priced, it's not about marketing right? It's about their why. And, uh, and so again, I'm coming back to the theme of this conversation is know your business and, but also know what you do. And it's, it's, it's not selling the product. It's really selling yourself. And so then I come over to then know your lead source, 
because um, in sales as an entrepreneur, right, uh, we're responsible for everything. We're responsible for lead generation, but then we have to facilitate the transaction. Then we have to close the transaction. Well, what happens is when we get one or two clients, maybe three or four clients, we go and we focus on the facilitating of the transaction and we forget about the lead generation aspect of this. And so then that comes back to the theme that I want to talk about from knowing your business and then the time management, which most of us just stink in. You know, we just have poor time management. So I tell the listeners here um, and the viewers, I guess now, because I'm still getting used to this not being a podcast and being yeah, me too. Uh, recorded <laughs> um, awkward, um, is that you should, you should have one hour a day dedicated to your lead generation aspect of it. Uh, which we talk about being in flow with your your network, which is probably your biggest lead source. And that one hour a day should start at nine in the morning. Um, and because we all have a limited amount of willpower and when we start doing other things, we're going to become, our willpower will be deleted, uh, uh, diluted and we're not going to go back to the most important part of your business, the lead generation aspect of right. your business, right? Because if you don't have clients, you don't have a business. And when you get two or three clients, I tell a lot of agents, sometimes when you get a couple of clients, it could be a conveyor belt right out of the business. Because what you do is you focus all your time and effort on them. And then they're running your business and you're not running your business. Right. Uh, Robert, you're going. Brian Buffini used, used to say, um, which I thought was a very smart and, and astute observation. He would say, if, you know, if you're working eight hours a day, seven of those hours might be spent servicing your existing clients. That's customer service. You have, you know, you just, those are things you have to do. They're, they're unavoidable and they're probably the, the, the bulk of the day, but that one hour a day uh, that you have left should be focused on lead gen. And if you don't do that, you really, in his, in his words, didn't win the day. You felt busy. You were busy. You, you were, you know, taking care of your customers, but you weren't pushing your business forward, which is that lead gen. So, so uh, obviously yeah. I, I'm a big believer in that as well. Yeah. And so that's where time management really comes into play and you have to block it out. Robin Sharma, I think I'm saying his name properly. He, he wrote a wonderful book. He's a great speaker. You should all listen to him. Uh, he has a philosophy called 9091. Hmm. So it's 90 minutes, which is an hour and a half for 90 days. What's that one thing that's going to move your needle on your business? And I think that truly is going to be opening up your dashboard, your CRM, taking an hour and a half and going to that best lead source that you have. And I do believe that the lead sources are ranked in quality. And I do believe that network is still the number one. There are listing leads. There are web purchase leads. There are open house leads. Uh, they're all good to various extents, but your network is the best lead source. And you should spend an hour and a half every single day going through and connecting with everybody in the network about them. How are they doing? And do that for an hour and a half for three months in a row. Okay. Just do that. And then you could, in your time management activities, before you do that, you should write out one, two, and three. That's the one thing. What's the second and what's the third biggest task that you could accomplish and just worry about the day. You know, don't, you know, we have 50,000 thoughts or so a day running through our head. So you got to really be disciplined in how you, how you run your own business, how you run yourself and, and just use a pen and paper and write down those three things. Number one, should be the lead generation network, connecting with your network. And then number two, number three, are going to be other things. And they probably should be going into your prospects, 
looking at your warms, looking at your colds, making sure you're in flow with them, and then going three, looking at your active clients and servicing them. It, it, there's, I couldn't agree more. And when it, with respect to to contacting your existing uh, network, uh, I think maybe there's listeners who might be thinking, well, what do I say? Um, and, and that's, you know, why am I calling? And, and Ryan, you briefly mentioned check in with them, see how they're doing. Yeah. Um, and it's not about you. I mean, remember not, that, folks. Right. What do I say? It's not about you. Ask a question. Yeah, all you have to do, and, and we're, we're sort of, not that there's any positives to, to the pandemic, but if there was a, a silver lining of sorts, it's that people are are more isolated, they're yearning for human connection, they're, they want so desperately for someone to care about them enough to call and see how they're doing, or text, or, or write a comment on a social media post, or just pay attention to them and, 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 and connect. Uh, and this is what deepens relationships, and it's the actually... You don't have to worry about talking about real estate necessarily. This is a call just to see how people are. And it's going to reap so much. Obviously, it's going to deepen your, your personal connection with them, which has its own benefit. But from a business perspective, you know, people want to work with people who they feel care about them. So this is a yeah. great opportunity to deepen those, those relationships. Right. And you know, I tell uh, people that I have a love-hate relationship with social media. Um, right. What I hate about it is is the nonsense and how it can make you feel with the with the FOMO and how it can make your your friends feel or your daughters like I have three daughters right and 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 that it's somewhat of a make believe world out there, but the yeah. love that I have for social media is not marketing, it's the R and D and I tell everybody I use Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn as R and D. I yeah. research my network and then I develop a relationship with them. So if you're wondering, what am I going to say? Well, take an hour and a half, yeah. five days a week and slow down, turn everything off, pick one person out of your network in your CRM, in your dashboard and go research them, go research them where you can, and then take the steps to develop a relationship with them, change up the mediums, maybe do it a text message, maybe do it a, a, a DM them, uh, maybe an email, maybe a handwritten note. Yep. Um, it's not what you know, it's who you know. But now I'm going to shift. Let's talk about what you know. Before you shift, real quickly, I have sure. a pro tip for everyone because you mentioned LinkedIn and a lot of people might not know this is LinkedIn has a, in, in the activity feed or, or your, your notification feed. I, actually, I believe it's in your notification feed. If you go on there every morning, you will see number one, who's got a birthday. So great opportunity to reach out and just say happy birthday. But number two, or num number two and three, people who start new positions or new jobs or have work anniversaries. So think about, you know, somebody says, oh, they just celebrated five years at their company. That's a great reason to reach out and say, hey, I just saw that. Congratulations. Um, and maybe that's a phone call or a text message or whatever, however you want to communicate that. That is a unique opportunity that costs you virtually nothing. It's the easiest R&D because it's there for you every day in your feed. And all you have to do is just look at it and then reach out and make that person's day by noticing them. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when I consult with agents and I help them on deals that they're working, I always go to a, a, a standby, I have a question. I will, we'll get in a conversation about a couple that they're working with and they'll talk about one couple and I'll ask about the other person in, 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 in the relationship and I'll say, well, what does he do for a living? No, I don't know. Right. Where does he work? I don't know. Where, where does she work then? I think she works here. What does she do? Right. I don't know. And I'm like, 
you really got to understand what we do for a living, you guys. And the agents that have to discount their commission are the agents that actually think they sell homes. They, right. they don't know what their value is. And they are working in a world of fear because they think anybody can do this. And quite honestly, anybody can. You could put a home on the market. And if the market, if the home is priced properly, it probably is going to sell. The reality is we're dealing with human beings and there's a lot going on. We are consultants. We're paid well. We should be paid well. The consumer is willing to pay us well. But if you know what your business is, is going to determine that. So if you don't know who your consumer is, if you don't know who your client is, you don't know where they work, you don't know what they do for a living, uh, how are you going to consult and work with them and, and give them advice? If you don't know what their why is, how are you going to guide them through the what's? Um, and so, again, the theme of this coaching session is, 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 is know your stuff, time management and know your stuff. And your stuff is your clients. It's also the market statistics. You know, we really pump data to our agents on a, gosh, if not daily, every other day basis about what the market is going on. So I'll give you an example. Um, do you know your market stats, right? And, and we're here in Chicago, so Chicagoland. And there's so many different ways from uh, broker metrics to, um, uh, oh God, I just drew a draw blank. Uh, that's the red and white uh, graph. Anyways, it's another tool that we have, InfoSparks. Okay. Yes. And, and and it depends on you know different marketplaces and different MLSs that what they have. But what is going on with supply? What is going on with your demand? What's going on with the average price? What is that in single family homes and what is that in detached homes? Um, take a little time once a month to know that, right? And I just pulled up some statistics here. Just since I said that, when I just tell our Chicago land sure. listener here, you know, you have two types of uh, you have month over month over two years supply and demand and then price, and then you have six weeks rolling. So if we look at two years, we're going to look at last April because May's not done yet. Okay, um, May's not over with yet, right? No, nope, few <laughs> um, days left. We have a few more days. So two years ago, April, um, to compared to this past April, supplies down twenty percent, um, and demands down twenty seven percent. That's not surprising. I mean, people pulled their homes off the market, sure, and then people just pulled away. Now down twenty seven percent. Is starting to rise up, so that's a good sign, right? And so now I could, I could have a conversation with you if you're a consumer, because I know this stuff and I can tell you why that is. And then if you, that's supply and demand, which is cause. Now, if you cohort effect, um, actually homes are selling one percent more than they were two years ago. So we didn't really take a hit. Now, if we look at the six weeks, right? If we look at six weeks, so last week uh, ending, which was maybe May twenty fourth or twenty third, in, in the previous. Um, six weeks, supply is down 4%, right? So supply was down 20%, now supply is down 4%. Demand's up almost 30%. It's up wow. 28%. Oh, by the way, this took me three minutes. Right. We have so many tools, right? It took me three minutes before a call, and then what took me three minutes is writing on the whiteboard so I could look at it, but it was right in front of my screen. So supplies down 4%, demand's up 28%. But in a six-week rolling average, people are pricing their homes 9% more. They're actually selling at 10.6%. Now, this is just for single-family homes. But uh, I was, I'm was i in our building here in Oak Brook, and I'm looking at our site because we, we kind of need to expand as with a commercial real estate agent. And commercial real estate agent, a, a CBRE, right? Sure. Big wig. Yeah. And he says, well, what's going on with the housing market, right? And I'm a real estate agent. I'm a residential person, and I'm the professional. 
And he says, are prices taking a hit? I said, no, prices are going up. He goes, really? I go, yeah, there's a lack of inventory and the right. demand is there. And you guys, I mean, this business is so much fun. There's so much data. Everybody wants to talk about real estate. So take time, manage your time, educate yourself, know your business, know your market stats, know your lead source, know your value proposition, know your why, know your clients why, and then dial it back one day at a time and, and use what Robin Sharma talks about, 90-91, an hour and a half, 90 days in a row, do the one thing. Once that's done, then you can knock out two other things and then go freestyle for the rest of the day. That's all going to come to you. And that's what most people start with is the freestyle. And that's, right. that's the biggest problem. Well, we, yeah, because we, things hit us all day long, which we come in, which come into our inbox or our phone um, and they appear urgent because they're immediate, right? So something comes and, and I always, this was a Stephen Covey thing was to ask, is, is this urgent? you know, is it urgent or not urgent? Is it important or not, not important? So he has yeah. quadrants to say it. And it's a really important thing to know when your client is texting you, um, is it urgent and important for me to respond within two minutes? What's the expectation I have set with this, with this client? What's this client think uh, the expectation is? Have I defined that so that they don't feel that I'm dropping the ball if I don't reply for four hours or, or 24 hours even? Right. You know, what's the expectation? And having a policy in place to know, uh, you, you know, what's the expectation so that when things hit me, uh, you know, do I have to stop what I'm doing? Is it urgent? Is it important? Or is it something that can be answered at a later time? Right. I think that's a really important thing for agents to, right. to identify, but also to communicate with their clients. Otherwise, the, the client might have a completely different expectation. Well, yeah. And you guys don't be hard on yourselves either, because this is a work in progress. I mean, when I coach groups of people, individuals, um, I will do two, three times throughout an hour to two hour session. I'll pause and say, everybody, please, Turn your phones back upside down. Turn your phones back upside down and, yeah. and focus on here. I mean, you know, you're getting a ton of value here, but what happens is our brains release dopamine, right? Yeah. When, we, we, when you drink a drink, you smoke a cigarette, or you go for a run, you do all these different things, good or bad habits, right? I named two bad habits and then one of the good one. Um, your, your phone is releasing dopamine. So you become addicted to it and you're addicted to distraction. And distraction is the enemy of progress, again, to quote right. Robin Sharma. But that's just the truth. Distraction is the enemy of, the pro of progress. So um, listen, we're, we're not all perfect and we just got to carve out, this comes down to time management, carve out one or two hours a day. But Jesus, geez, excuse me, do it, guys, five days in a row. You know, make it a habit. And going back to your emails, I think I'm just going to take a quick peek here uh, at this. If I could look, I have 180 thousand unread emails <laughs> and um it, but this is this is a good point with, with and, and and so what i want to communicate to our listeners here as well is understand people don't read either so right. sometimes get your message out in the subject line right get your message out in the subject line and then what i do is i just scan i i can tell what's important by looking at the subject line half of it spam and all that right. stuff um but i don't um, I look at my email, I try to limit to one hour, you know, once an hour and look at it. And um, most things can wait. Everything can wait. What shouldn't wait is you. What shouldn't wait is your business. And nobody's going to do it for you guys. 
nobody's going to do it for you. So you need to be disciplined. You need to set some structure for yourself. You know, know your business, know where your business is coming from. So then you could take the activities to continue getting business from that best lead source. Yeah, I think if, if you're thinking to structure your day, a really simple structure could be, as Ryan said, you know, spend 90 minutes a day, you know, five days a week, uh, you know, connecting with your sphere of influence, your, your contact list, the people you're closest to, uh, contact them, connect with them, make that maybe the first 90 minutes of the day. And then, you know, if you want to just make it a full two hours, make maybe make that last 30 minutes knowing your market, knowing your statistics. If you just spent two hours a day, you know, prospecting and also learning your business within 90 days, you will have so many leads and so much additional knowledge. You won't believe what that will do to your ability to better communicate with clients, be able to serve them better, and also just to find more clients to work with. Right. Um, it's it's a great, great strategy. And then, you know, like Ryan said, the, the maybe the remaining five hours of, or six hours of the day uh, or, or six plus hours a day is free freewheeling. Whatever comes your way, you're going to you know react to it. You're going to service your clients. You're going to do all the things that you have to do. Um, but yeah, maybe carve out those two hours and just make it non-negotiable. Just you know, your phone goes off and you just, you just get to work. Um, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm an advocate of CRMs and, you know, ideally real estate or mortgage lending CRMs. And the one that we custom built, cause I couldn't find it out there, but one that we custom built is, um, is knowing your forecast and what you're going to do, uh, that calendar year. Yeah. We were just working with our agents, one of our agents, and um, she consistently does between 10 and $12 million a year. And, um, you know, the agent was saying, well, you know, I've only done three sales. I've only done three sales. But yeah. Then we opened up the snapshot of her dashboard and she's forecasted $11 million already because her prospects are graded properly. Her actives are graded properly. It calculates it and tells you what your forecast is. And if you don't have a CRM that does it, then take a piece of paper and write it down. Who are your warm prospects? What does warm mean? You have to define it. Here's what warm means to me. You're 90% certain they're going to transact this calendar year. So before December 31st, 2020, and you're 90% certain they're going to use you. Then you have, and then you, then you add up their sales volume. Then you have your active clients. Now there you got to calibrate it too, right? Your active buyers, you're 90% certain and you'll know. And then your listings, are they priced properly? Do you have real true sellers? And then when the answer is yes, you add them up. And then you look at what you closed. And then you look at what you have under contract. And there is your forecast, folks. And that should not take you more than 20 minutes. That could be your number two thing. And you could probably do that once a week instead of five times a week. Five days a week, you should be in your network, in your CRM, making live flow with your network. Twice a week, you should be looking at your business. You're grading your temperatures, knowing your forecast, so you're going to glide into the sales goal that you want. And then you need to take time to educate yourself and know, again, market statistics, you know, uh, your lead source, your value proposition, all those things that you don't really do on a weekly basis, but you should be doing on a monthly basis. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a great structure. And everyone who's out there listening, this is a great time. Whereas we're all probably a little less busy than we normally will will are uh, if things weren't the way they are currently, or that we won't be once things return fully to normal. Um, so this is a great time to figure out. Okay, where am I? 
where am I, um, where are there some opportunity for, for yeah. creating better structure? Mm -hmm. And there's opportunities everywhere. There's opportunities everywhere to create better structure for yourself. Um, it's just dialing it back, turning the technology off, get a good old fashioned piece of paper, you know, and pen and, and maybe write down what you want to do and then create habits for yourself. You know, what's the one hour and understand things are going to come up and, and pull you off your block. Just get back onto it the next day. Yeah, it's that old sort of meditation, uh, you know, um, uh, sort of exercise where it's like you don't have to perfectly, um, you know, wipe your mind, um, but you want to observe thoughts as they come in. And then when you find yourself off track, you just you just readjust, you get back, yeah. get back to center. Um, and and we th that's the other thing, too, is is perfectionism is really a, a huge problem um, for for anyone trying to become more productive, because we don't tend to factor in um, you know, challenges or, or imperfection or just, you know, life, uh, life is going to come in and disrupt your structure. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So build in a little flexibility there to give yourself, uh, the leeway that you're going to need when things yeah. just come in and hit you in the face that you weren't expecting and you have to react to it. Yeah. And remember this, and I, and I think this might be a good way to kind of close, uh, our, our session here, but remember this, you guys, this is a tough, this is a tough, uh, truth in life is, Success and in business, success in business and success in life, it's a choice and it's your choice to make. Uh, it's simple, um, but it is a conscious decision. We run our lives subconsciously. So in your moments of consciousness and clarity, you've got to stop yourself. You got to write down what is it I'm going to do? Understand your biggest obstacle to success is your time management and your belief probably in yourself to do it. Once you just start taking little baby steps and start working into this process and educating your, you're going to eventually start having what we call a snowball effect. And it actually does get easier and easier. You will fall off the wagon. You just jump back on and you do these things to control your business. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly right. Um, if you can just remember that, that if all you ever do is just keep going for it and just keep courageously moving forward, e you know, even in the, the face of not wanting to do it some days or something really knocked me off track or I got some really bad news and lost a client, I just want to you know, check out the rest of the day, um, you know, okay, give yourself an hour or two to check out, allow that because you need to process yeah. difficult feelings. And, and we all have them as they come up, especially in, in these days, there's lots of hard feelings. So process those, give yourself the flexibility to do that. And then, and then try to try to just try again. Uh, yeah. Keep, keep, you know, habits are, gosh, they're everything, aren't they? Habits are everything. And also um, structure is everything. Yeah. And I just got a text from somebody who said, maybe I'll do this next time in our session. I, I do some screenshots and I'll, I'll show people how you could structure yourself and categorize. I, I think I could do a screen share here where yeah, I can put absolutely. a little slideshow up for you. For sure. I'll do that next time and I'll show everybody how you could, I'll give you some visual aids on how you could structure your time um, properly. And I'll even look at uh, some other CRMs I can to see if there's other ways that people could do it. Um, but you got to, you got to buy into that, you guys, and you got to get away from the abstract sales shouldn't be abstract sales is a process. It's right. a process. Just follow the process, follow the, follow the rule book, everything else will become easier for you. And thankfully, the path to success is well trodden and, and it's been well defined and there's lots of different ways to get there. But the good news is you don't have to figure it out. You just have to pick 
pick a, a discipline and, and, and proceed boldly. Um, and, and if you just do that, you know, I, you know, way, uh, dumber people than you have been successful, way, way less disciplined people than you have been successful and, and less skilled people have been successful. Uh, so you probably have a huge advantage because there's something that you're really strong at, but maybe if you lack structure, you know, like a lot of us do, I know I do, um, th this is, or, or I rather, I, I struggle with staying on, on task. So it, it's a daily reminder for me. It's, it's, this is the boulder I push up the hill every day is structure and discipline. And if I can just right. find the courage and energy to push that boulder up the hill, I, I know that, that my life is ultimately better. My business is better. My relationships are better. Right. Um, you know, I, I have to have even structure around, I'm going to visit my girlfriend. Okay. What are some things that are important to her that I need to think about doing so that when I get to her place, I don't forget. Cause you know, when I get to her place and I visit with her, maybe something comes and disrupts. Okay. I have to remember there's three things I wanted to, you know, th that are important to her that I want to share with her, or there's something I want to say to her, right? I have to structure that out. It's maybe not the most romantic thing, but it's a good example of if I don't do that, I forget to to do certain things or I just get get you know and so that that's a more personal as example but the idea is that have a, have your day structured out but add in some flexibility as well to um have you know life come at you. Yeah. Well thanks well, DJ I, I appreciate you yeah. having me. Yeah, thanks once again. And so a great teaser for next time. So on our, our next coaching moments, which we do once a month, maybe Ryan will be able to do some screen shares to show, you know, visually how to structure. We'll figure out a way the sales to sales process. Yeah, that I'll would put be it great. together and I'll show you guys, I'll show you the sales process from lead source to prospects, active to close and, and, and give you an idea of what that forecasting looks like. <clears throat> and uh, because a lot of times people don't forecast and like, like I, we, we forecast weekly you know, because you, you set a goal and then you have these activities, you should have a forecast kind of coming into where it is. I could show that to you. So you, you get a feel for what that looks like. Okay. Yeah. I bet most, most brokers are listening. Most realtors listening probably don't have a, a good tool for forecasting or don't really know how to do that other than, well, I can just add everything up and, and, but Ryan's going to get a little bit more specific on, on how to do that. So we'll, uh, we'll look forward to that uh, right. on the next episode. Um, for everyone listening, if you are in the Chicagoland area or Wisconsin, Indiana, Michigan, uh, Ryan and his company have offices and they would love to, to speak with you. If you're looking for another firm or maybe you're brand new to the business, um, maybe you're a mortgage uh, lender as well. Ryan has a, a mortgage company. So definitely reach out whether you're a realtor or in lending uh, and you're looking for maybe a new place to call home. Um, uh, pardon the pun. Um, that is, uh, D'April Properties is, is a great, uh, great company. And Ryan is the, the head of the company and also goes and coaches the coaches. So he, the, their coaches are getting coached by Ryan and Ryan's also working directly with the agents. So the best way to reach out is, is uh, dapralproperties.com. That's D-A-P-R-I-L-E properties.com. And you can learn all about, uh, Ryan's company and what they offer, uh, agents and, uh, uh, Ryan, uh, thanks again for being on the show. On behalf of our listeners, uh, this is actually one of our, our most popular segments. Um, we, we look at, as far as forecasting goes, we look at all of our data as well. And, and this is such a popular uh, series that we do. So we appreciate on behalf of listeners, thank you uh, for your continued involvement. And then on behalf of Ryan and myself, 
I want to thank all the listeners for continuing to listen and support our show. We ask that everyone just do two quick things uh, before uh, stopping the episode, which is one, please tell a friend. Think of one other real estate professional that could benefit from hearing this particular episode with Ryan and around structure and discipline and, and knowing, you know, sort of how to how to you know, manage your day uh, and pass this over to them. We just rebuilt our website. So the easiest way is maybe just shoot them a link over to our site, which is keepingitrealpod.com. Uh, also let us know what you think of the new website. Um, I spent a lot of time on it. So hopefully people like it. You can actually also even go buy the different shows we have. You can actually listen to, so if you want to listen to all the, the Ryan coaching moments, you can actually do that by scrolling to the bottom and you'll see all of Ryan's episodes uh, you can listen to in order. And then also the second thing is to please follow us on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Uh, two reasons. Number one, we post an article that we find uh, every single day. We post an article uh, that we find online written to help you build your business. And then we also post, of course, links to all of our episodes. And you can actually watch us recording episodes in real time there uh, as well. So um, Ryan, thanks again. Um, we appreciate uh, you, you being part of the show and I, uh, we'll see you next month. Thanks, CJ.